Virginia is a plantation town, uh, an Ulster plantation town. Uh, Kirk, uh, 1610, I believe, when it was first uh, mooted, you know. It's called Virginia after the Virgin Queen Elizabeth, who was on the throne from 1558 to 1603. Therefore, 1610 is only seven years after her demise. That's reputedly where it's got its name. How they found out she was a virgin or not, I don't know. But uh, leave that to your own devices. <laughs> 45 years she was on the throne. <coughs> yeah, 45. Where do we go from there? Oh, I, yes, so. Yeah. Uh, for, where you've just left, where, that's where it was supposed to be. The town was supposed to be started there. On the lake shore. On the lake shore where you've just left having your breakfast. The lakeside manor. But the lake being kidney-shaped, some bright spark then said, well, that's not the place to put the town because there are people over the far that are... Uh, a community, there is a community over the far side of the lake who want to come to this town and they brought it and put it at the narrowest part of the lake. It's only a half a mile across the lake from it's worth your while going down to see it just when you are here, just go straight down to the lake and when you come to the chestnuts turn left and you look across the lake you can see Muncha Connet. Now that does not mean that the people of Connet and that they came in Cromwell's time, but they didn't. There were two brothers, and one of them was Connet. I don't know how the other fellow, who the other fellow was, and there was tribalism at the time, and they fought amongst themselves, and these got the supremacy over them, and were called Wincher Connet, the people of Connet. He was Connet, whoever he was, O'Reilly or O'Farley or my own name, Doherty. I don't know. Uh, yeah, they they brought the lake to this side so that there was only half a mile across and there was a ferry service established on it to bring the people over and back. Now not immediately, I wouldn't say that happened just overnight. The whole, all this area, this area, the town, Munchakana that I'm just been talking about and the town was owned by the Marcus of Headfoot. Houses the lot. And it's only recently I think that uh, the last one of them was bought out the rights of them. This, by the way, was was, was a freehold mine because of an anti mine that worked in it and uh, that sort of thing, you know. With the plantation, that's where the Headford connection would have come in, they were granted and given large tracts of land. And the other hotel that's over here now belonged to him, the Park Hotel Virginia, which he used only as a shooting lodge. Uh, and summer residence, of course. And uh, down through the years, I can only go back as far as 1926, and I don't remember much before that, and certainly not a lot after it. But he sold out in 1939 to a local family, the McDonald family, whose shop was on the corner over there. And uh, they made a hotel out of it in 1939. Uh, a well-known hotel, well well known for, and uh, shortly after that, well, nineteen six six years afterwards, there was a golf uh, course built on the land in front of it, which made it most attractive to 
If only a name it was there anyway, you know, yeah. except to be revived at any given time. And yes. uh, it's only a nine hole golf, um, uh, golf course, but very picturesque. It's right on the shores of the lake. Um, it's referred to in books and, 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 and tourism and, and uh, any other sort of advertising that's given it as the Killarney of the North, uh, Virginia. And that brings us up to, well, nearly the present day. It was in '45 the golf course was put on. No, yeah, you, you would have been away then, like for. I was uh, away from '46, you may say, but I, I, I never lost contact with Virginia because I came home two, three times a year. I yes. came home to fish actually every year to the Mayfly. Right. Um, it, it, it. Um, it's a good lake for the Mayfly. It's a great lake for coarse fish. There are trout in it. But uh, got a, a bit of a hammering the last few years, and uh, then it depends on weather. It depends on the play. It depends on yeah. all sorts of things. If we're going to have a good season this year or not, right. so. But the, don't the name Raymore. That I am very doubtful about. Uh, uh, the loch is easy. That means lake. Yeah. Now Rawa is fat in Irish. Now, what it means of a fat lake, I don't know. Unless there was another meaning for it, and I haven't got it. Mm-hmm. Because Bolla Loch Rower, it has been called uh, in the Irish, uh, town of Loch Rama. Um, Virginia, Acha uh, Acha is a ford, and Lur is a fork. The fog, that makes sense because there are two rivers. The, the, the lake is fed by three rivers, and two of them are here, and we're in between them. One outside the town there, and this one here that runs at the back of my house here. Oh. And um, that's I, uh, yeah, that. Well, okay. Yeah. Welcome to Lake. What? How do you think your love of fishing came about? What? What was it attracted to fishing? Oh well, yes. Well, that's. Uh, I'm afraid. I'm afraid. Uh, that's innate in 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 the person. You you, you just you just don't go waking up one morning and say I'm going to be a fisherman, <laughs> and uh, it's 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 inherent. It's it's, yes. it's 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 a throwback to somebody who was my uncle was a great fisherman. It's Emily Paddy Carl. I, I I understand. I did never knew him. He went to America. Yeah. Well, then can you explain the the attraction then of it? To oh, I can. Might be oh, I can. Oh, no, I can. No, I can. I tell you the tra- the attraction. It is that if you're doing something else and that comes into your mind, you'll drop it down and go to fish. That's the attraction. That's very important. And uh, a great friend of mine who's dead since, who used to fish the other lake, left the spade stuck in the ridge or, or, or drill of potatoes that he was that he was uh, setting and for no apparent reason he had to be out on the lake at that moment and went and caught fish and that's the attraction yeah. well it's inexplicable why but that's the attraction to 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 see a lad like that coming along on the top of the wave and 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 you your knees going like jelly in the bottom of the boat <laughs> I'm wondering whether you're going to get into them or lose them or stick them or whatever it may be. Yeah. And then, of course, when you're in, it's not like shooting, your fun starts. When you're in the fish, he'll go on a race from here to the corner and maybe pitch. Yeah. So all those things have to be 
taken into consideration. It's like I, I would say it's like a bookworm. You, if you if you if you if you're a bookworm and you you, you have a book, you you'd be reading it and you eating your breakfast. That's true. You know. That's true. But fishermen are notorious for gilding the lily a bit. When it comes to the <coughs> that the best of the men of all time for sitting on a high stool with a bunch of fibres and every single pint he adds another half pound to the fish that's caught. Now that is true. And you couldn't believe God save you in the middle of the Hail Mary from any of them. But now you wouldn't fall into that category. Oh, well I don't know but I'd be the best at it. <laughs> well, no I don't know. No. Uh, well then since we're on You'll that, have to edit it off a lot I of that. Would it, I will. Uh, but when it comes to size like of different species, what would be impressive now? Well, it was an impressive fish up till a few years ago, an impressive fish in the mayfly season. We'll just take it because you can. Yeah. Yes, you, you could go back to the. I, I'll come to that in a minute. An impressive fish would be a three pound fish. Mm. Uh, you'd settle for a two or a two and a half, but if uh, you know, if you had a three pound fish coming into you at one time, you looked at yourself, it's, it's me that's here with a three pound fish. And it's, a lot of it is luck. But you have to know something about it, of course, as well. Now, a good fish on the river up here, this river that comes at the back here, and we'll get this right because they had quizzes here and they didn't know the name of it. That is known as the Upper Blackwater. It goes into the lake, it rises beyond Bailiborough, flows round, and it, it, it's known as a different name through every townland it comes. You know, it's known as the Killing Care River, it's known as the... Uh, Marmot River, it's uh, all these. As it comes to a land, a townland, yeah, it's known as the, the name of the yes. town. Unlike the River Shannon, that would keep its well, name. Well, it's keep its name. Its it's keep its name from the Shannon yes. part of the sea. Yes, yes. You know, it wouldn't. Yeah. One thing, it wouldn't be the Leitrim River, and it, it wouldn't be start off. It starts. It, 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 it rises in Cavan actually. Yes, in the Kilkenny Mountains around there. But it wouldn't be Cavan River. It wouldn't be Leitrim River. It wouldn't be yes. Limerick River. It's the Shannon. Yes, it's it's, uh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's quite distinct in that sense. That's right. Whereas lots of rivers and areas, uh, the name changes. It changes when they go through the different townlands, town or if there was a battle on it, it might get a name. It, it, you know, you never know. But this river here goes through our lake, is the River Blackwater, right the way through to Navan, where it joins Navan at the Boyne. And it's the River Boyne. Yeah. Uh, it flows into the Boyne at Navan. Now, um, fish in that river was known down through the years as the best conditioned fish in Ireland. Yeah. Whether it was the feeding or not, I don't know. But they were, they were very wily fish, very hard to catch. Uh, that could be due to a lot of things. It could be due to a lot of fishermen and they were getting prodded here and there and they were getting very wise to tell you who tied the fly. Uh, or it could be due to feeding, which the, our, that river up there was well noted for good feeding, mollusks and, and crustaceans of all sorts on the bottom, and there were bottom feeders for so long, and then they came to the top with good hatches of flies and all the rest, and they were caught. Um, there were short, fat fish, uh, fish that length could be two and a half pound. You know, big, deep, like that fish over there on the wall, not the big one, the little one. Little yeah, there was a lot of bulk to them. They'd be, they'd be deep, they'd be deep, yes, deep fish. Yes, yes. Brame looking fish, Brame, what we call bream. Yes, bream yes. Fish, you know, I, I know but, that shape. But, but, but very wide and heavy. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 
Your favorite. What's your favorite fish yourself? What do you like? Uh, to eat? No, no, to, to fish. What's oh, what's your trout. Favorite? Trout only. Yeah. I, I yeah. don't bother with it, coarse fishing at all. No, no. No, no, no. no. Uh, I tried salmon fishing. I wasn't very successful at it. And uh, you have to be in an area where you have to be there the day. We used to go over to the west. It's pity you weren't here yesterday. How long are you staying? Oh, we're going back tomorrow. Well, you should stay tomorrow. tomorrow. It's always the day that you're not there that the big fish are caught. Of course. Oh, you're told they're caught. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you, you came back here in 75, say, roughly. 75. Yeah. And, and did you come back and uh, you did you come back as a teacher to work in teaching? No, 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 no. I had finished teaching. Uh, were you more or less retired? Then? I had, you see, I, I, I took early retirement. I, I retired when I was 48. I had enough of chalk and talk. Chalk and talk. <laughs> there you see. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> that was very young to retire. It was, was too young to retire, but I, one day's retirement is better than 20 years working. Yeah. Well, I love the idea of that myself. Now. I, I know, and that and there are three me. fellas in different walks of life. One was a teacher, the other one was in the bank. I don't know if the other fellow ever worked at all or not, but the three of them are retired and think it's great stuff. Yeah. So good that my friend is in Australia, standing on the top of Gale's Rock in Australia this morning. You know, he went out of here Wednesday. And he had three days in Hong Kong, and he's gone on to Australia. And he'll be back the 3rd of March. Yes, yeah. Um, would there, would there anything that happened since you came back in 75 that, I suppose, is like, you know, I know we had a bank robbery here 20 odd years ago. <laughs> I remember there, it all too well. I was standing looking at the window, looking out at it. Away. <laughs> yeah, away. and I happened to say to the friend that was with me, I can't mention him because no, it's okay. um, I said it'd be a great morning for robbing a bank. Out of the blue, uh, yeah, and the standing there with two mugs of tea, one there, one there, and we're. God, I said, look here, they're at it, and the fellow was coming, getting out of the car, pulling on a ballot lab and running it. It was in November, the month of November. I don't know what year now it was, it was a young don't know who was. We had to go up and bring him home out of Castleknock. He was at college in Castleknock. And that was in November, whatever year it was, 20 years ago, I suppose, now anyway. Oh, dear God. Yeah. Uh, was the t- you see, you were right away from the town for a long time, but um, the town would have had a few characters and all the rest of it. Were there um, people that you admired in the town looking at oh, like, that but- maybe had passed on that? You know? Oh, very much so, yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah, there were... Uh, it wasn't a great industrial town, ever. There's more industry around it now than, than, than there was in the past. But it was a town of tradesmen. Carpenters, shoemakers, blacksmiths, saddlers. And everywhere you went, you could go in and spend a keili, as, as we call it. It means a visit, talking to these people. Bicycle shops. And you could always go in and have a chat with whoever owned it. And I always admire them for the lazy, like a daisical way, things were done and done to perfection. Yeah. And they had time to chat. They had time to chat and yeah. uh, tell lies about football or fishing or whatever the subject might be. Uh, I wrote a couple of articles in, 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 in all local books, not, nothing, nothing brilliant. But I always put this bit in, that if, he came, if a farmer came in 
with a naked animal now a naked animal is he had no shoes on and no harness of any sort and he could turn at that corner and he could go home out of the town with the animal shod the animal harnessed and whatever particular type of vehicle behind him because there were three of them down there the blacksmith the carpenter and the saddler within 50 yards of one another in that street going down to the lake. Yeah. Those people I did admire, yeah. yeah. Yes, yeah. There, were, there were craftsmen. Uh, there were craftsmen. Mm. And the trap was built and it was had to be the last ward and yeah. all the different woods and the different places and if we talk about wheelwrights, the wheel, with three different woods go into the wheel, there was ash on the, on the fellows, oak in the spokes, and the hub or, 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 or centre of the wheel, the hub we called it, was on. And that all had to be done by hand and precisely and dished and all the, all the perfections that went into it. As they passed on, they were never replaced. You see, nobody would... See, the, I suppose that time they got a living, a meagre living out of it, but... They were so proud of their work that they didn't pack it up and go elsewhere. They kept at it and, yeah. and perfected it. The ones that I remember were the last of them. Yeah. The old sailor who was on that ferry that I spoke about earlier said, always respect the southwest wind on Virginia Lake. It can come up and be very fierce, can be very fierce and gusty and treacherous. And to the to the to the uh, inexperienced, well, it's frightening, and they don't know what to do. And the more often it, and this happens, they panic. Now it was young people that were drowned down there. Uh, a couple of swimming swimming fatalities. To be young people with no experience of what to do, and all you have to do in a boat is sit if you can do that, and let yes. let the wave drive you wherever it's going. It has to hit the shore somewhere. It's only if you do something uh, else. It's only if you stand yes. up and rock yes. the boat. Yes. You know, yeah, yeah. like everything else. Yeah. That's yeah. what the that's what the where the saying came in. I should imagine sit down and don't rock the boat. Yeah. And uh, I remember being one particular. I can't can't give you the year. It could be in the forties now, but early forties. I think one or three or something like that. I was at school anyway, and. Um, we walked, the whole town of Virginia was down there skating on it, a, a, a good crisp frosty night. On the lake? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And prior to that, prior to my time, now I don't ever remember seeing this, <coughs> and I'm 78, I'll be 79 talking. They were able to tow timber from the far side with a horse buckled to the timber. and drag it across on the lake. Whether it was foolish or not, I don't know, but they did it anyway, because there was mills here. There was a mill on this side, two mills here. There were two lovely mill wheels, which unfortunately are now no more. One at the bottom of my garden that scotched flax. The other one, the far side of the river, was a, was a sawmill, worked by water, yeah. yeah. And the same two wheels, not the same two wheels, but the one on this side, I think it was, was a gener generated electricity and the Elliott family lit up this town before ESB was heard of. 
really? Yeah. The, 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 there were faults in it because it was very new. There was faults in it, but uh, see, if the water was taken off the wheel, the light went out or down, dimmed. Yes. But if you had a good supply generated, you know, a good supply to send it out, it was quite good.